4: This
5: is the Green Zone. Oh, my! He is the fattest man in the NFL! This is the Green Zone with Dave Ross and Wes Reynolds on v the sports betting network.
6: Hey, welcome inside week number four of the Green Zone, presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. We've got you covered for all of your football action today on this Sunday. And, Wes, if you blink an eye, it's already week 4 mm-hmm. It's going to be week 18 before you you can blink an eye. Every game, they all count the same people. So the games in September and October, you better get those W's because they're going to add them up at the end of the year and see who gets to play in the big dance for the right to win that Super Bowl. When you look across the slate today, and we've got a cast of thousands to help us navigate all the the football going to be played today, what's the game that really intrigues you the most?
5: Yeah, I think everybody's talking about, of course, the Sunday night game because of the storyline between Tampa Bay and New England. But... Two 3-0 teams against each other, Arizona against the Rams. The Rams were kind of projected to be at the top. Arizona certainly not, but here they are at 3-0. That's a game I did not bet that I stayed away from. And then Carolina and the Cowboys. How do the Cowboys deal with success now, having oh. won on Monday Night Football? Because we've kind of seen with the Cowboys over the years, when they win and then all of a sudden you get the expectations right. going, then all of a sudden they disappoint you. But also for Carolina, 3-0, you've played a fairly easy schedule. Now it's a little bit of a step up in class.
6: Uh, we've got the 1 o'clock Eastern games getting ready to kick off. and We've got uh, people on every single game here. So let's introduce you to our cast. We've got Ian McMillan going to be watching the Washington football team and the Falcons. Will Hill's got the Texans and Bills. Nate Jacobson's got the Lions and Bears. Haley Hull, she's got the Panthers and Cowboys. Wabi's got the Browns and the Vikings, Mike Wilbershaw, of course. And B-Mac, two-time Super Bowl champion Brian McFadden's got the G-Men and the Saints. Arthur Arkush has got the Titans and the Jets. And John Jansen's got the Chiefs and the Eagles. Welcome, everybody, to the Green Zone. Thank you so much. Can't wait to talk to each and every one of you. Let's start with the aforementioned... Two time Super Bowl champion Brian McFadden uh, joining us today here on the Green Zone. Of course, you can catch him on CBS HQ and does an incredible podcast, all things covered with Patrick Peterson, who's a little busy today because he's playing for the Vikings. Uh, you've got the G Men and the Saints today, B Mac. Uh, this line has kind of stayed steady all week here. Are you feeling that maybe the Giants might actually push the Saints today down there in the Superdome?
1: No question I feel that way, Dave. When you look at the New York football Giants, granted, they've been a bad team, but they're the type of team you don't want to get into a match with, especially if you're having them being your sparring partner because they can hit you in that eye and dot that eye just a little bit. So (laughs) when it comes to this matchup, I really love the total. I really love the total because you look at 42 as the number right now. I'm I'm attacking the under, and here's why. The Giants' offensive woes have been well-documented. Not to mention, Dave, they will be without their top two pass catchers when you look at the wide receivers. You know, Sterling Shepard will be out. Uh, Darius Slayton will be out as well. So now that puts more pressure on some of the other pass catchers. And the relationship and the chemistry, they don't have the same with Daniel Jones like the aforementioned Sterling Shepard and D- Darius Slayton. So I don't expect for the Giants offense to be consistent. I don't expect for them to consistently get, get into the red area. And that would definitely make this – Total being under become a reality. Not to mention the New Orleans Saints, their defense has been balling. I think they're third in the National Football League defensively when you talk about points allowed, around 14 points. They have been under the radar, very, very good. And playing against this offense that, ha- that has woes already, I think they will be successful. Not to mention this is their home opener. So you know it's gonna be extremely loud for the Giants offensively. And then offensively for the New Orleans Saints, you know my guy Jameis. I love him, <laughs> but he will be without his top center. Eric McCoy won't be in the lineup. Armstead, his best left tackle, won't be in the lineup. And the last time we saw this offense without McCoy in the lineup was against the Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. And remember, they struggled. So they will score some points, but it won't be an explosion of points. So because of that, I love the total.
6: I think the two-time Super Bowl champion got a pretty good read on that. Back with Mac in a bit. Let's get out to Will Hill. He's got the Texans and the Bills. Will, people are double-dog daring you to take the 19 in the Texans today. What do you make of this matchup here?
7: Wow, I didn't even realize it got up to 19. I was seeing 17, 17 and a half all week. It's tied so far. Great start for the Texans. They took the opening <laughs> kickoff and didn't fumble it. And they just got a first down. But it looks like it's being called back uh, withholding. One thing to watch here, it's absolutely pouring there. So maybe a live look at the under. You know, the Bills do have the Chiefs on deck. So keep that in mind for, you know, second half lines, uh total For the second half spread, too, because you know, maybe the Texans I don't know if they're going to go lane Kiffin and and empty the cliff and go on every fourth down, or they're just going to take their beat. And you know, if we expect this to be a a double digit game in the second half, uh, just keep that in mind. The Bills do have the Chiefs uh, on deck, but it's pouring here, it's first and 20 for the Texans, so. I will keep you posted all day, boys. Okay,
6: if you took those points right now, of course, Will Hill does a great job here at Visa Point Spread Weekly Contributor here, so we'll keep an eye on that game. So far, the Eagles are moving it deep into Chiefs territory on this very first drive, so people that have the Chiefs in teasers like me are ready. Starting to sweat it out with the Chiefs.
5: Well, quick passing right here for the Eagles because we got to mention four offensive line starters out for Philadelphia. So the more things change, the more they stay the same.
6: All right, let's talk about the Chiefs and the Eagles with John Jansen, of course, the host of the line change on Fox Sports, uh, the gambler Philly. And so far, John, boy, the Eagles fly, Eagles fly, looking pretty good in this first drive.
8: Yeah, looking great. And it's a lot of quick passes as well. That was one thing with Jalen Hurts that we saw kind of in week one. Didn't really see that rest of the way. A lot of deep downfield passes in week two. And then week three, bailing out of the pocket early, which we knew was an issue in college. It's kind of working its way into the NFL as well. So quick passes, a lot of screen passes, and uh, getting Devontae Smith going. It's not been a great connection early on with Devontae Smith and Jalen Hurts, as we thought, outside of week one. But they got him going early. Nice screen pass. Yeah, everything looking pretty good for the Eagles. But we could have maybe expected this with the Chiefs defense and how bad they've been.
6: Yeah, great point, John. Good to have you here on the green zone today. Because, look, if you've been a Chiefs backer like I have, you're you're not cashing a lot of those tickets, ATS, certainly. Uh, It's been well documented how bad they've been. But, Wes, I keep saying, well, the Chiefs have to win. Mm -hmm. And again, when you're looking at six and a half, seven, that's all you're trying to get done here. But again, it was a struggle. Obviously, the last two weeks of straight out losses. And so far, the Eagles moving it. They've got a third down here, uh, about 12 minutes ago in the first quarter.
5: Yeah, and this is where they got to hold them to three, where I kind of call them half stops, where you don't give up a touchdown, but you only give up three. And obviously, the Eagles are not going to beat them with threes.
6: Let's go out for the first time today to Mike Wobishaw. He is watching the Browns and the Vikings, of course. uh, Vikings territory and purple PTSD. Always great to have Wobby on the program. Uh, This is an interesting matchup today, Mike, because uh, maybe the Vikings are the best one and two football team in the league but they're going to get tested today right
9: yeah they are there's a lot of talent on the field in minnesota with these two rosters and there's a lot of familiarity too guys with these two organizations kevin Stefanski coached like every position for mike zimmer when he was here in minnesota he was a running backs coach a quarterbacks coach a tight ends coach an offensive coordinator so uh, he's he's one of his best friends in life is vikings current offensive coordinator clint kubiak um. So the familiarity here runs deep. The the special teams coordinators for each team worked together here in Minnesota. So I expect as the game goes on, each team to do some things that are sort of off brand, some twists, some turns here. And I do think points will be a plenty. My favorite player prop that I'm watching is Adam Thielen and his receptions total, which was five and a half. He has zero so far, of course, because I took the over on it. <laughs> um, but uh, and, and Dalvin Cook looks good. He's cutting, he's fast, he's running out of bounds so he doesn't get hit, and the Vikings are driving. They're in Browns territory already.
6: All right, no points yet early on here in the first five minutes of just about every game. A couple stops in Dallas. Uh, the, the Cowboys were forced to punt early, and then right now the Cowboys just got a stop on the Panthers, so kind of punting back and forth here. But let's go to Arthur Arkish right now, NFL reporter and NFL writer, who's got the Titans and the Jets today. And, You know, Arthur, we're kind of waiting for the Jets to show some resistance so far. Uh, Anything so far today, maybe if you're a gang greenbacker, that you go, all right, signs of life.
10: Well, they just got home on Ryan Tannehill, fellas. It's good to be with you today. So a sack after allowing one first down. But as far as that offense, I know all eyes are on Zach Wilson, the first-round pick, and he was way off on his first third-down attempt, a very quick three-and-out before the Titans without yet noticing A.J. Brown and Julio Jones missing, doing some damage on offense moving the chains once as we get going here early. All
6: right. Very interesting, Arthur. And maybe some surprises early on. And I just saw that Josh Allen got picked uh, Mm -hmm. against the Texans. And again, depending on where you get that line, you're getting getting three scores. I mean, Wes, you don't see NFL lines like that, like we saw today with Houston and Buffalo, right? Where you just go, my goodness, who's going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Give me the Texans and the points. But really – Again, you know, you hate the old cliches of we're all pros and we put our pants on just like everybody else, but you do, and right now that looks like a smart play.
5: Yeah, down to 16 and a half right now, Bills have second and seven from the Buffalo 10.
6: All right, let's go out for the first time today to Ian McMillan. Of course, I love his Twitter handle, at betside.com writer. He's got the Washington football team and those dirty birds down there in Atlanta. What are you seeing so far, Ian?
3: Yeah, the falcons are actually moving the ball here on the opening drive which is a little bit surprising to me now i'm i am a falcons fan full disclosure but i did this week what i like to call uh the emo hedge i hedged my emotions i bet on washington i got it at one and a half uh, earlier this week i thought this was going to be a game for the Washington, uh, especially their defensive line um but the falcons are driving we're now down inside the the, the 10-yard line they, they could score early here so um, I don't know what's going on with his Washington defense so far this year. They do not look like the, the unit they were in 2020. Uh,
6: uh, right there with you, and you keep waiting. And again, sometimes you keep waiting as a gambler. You go, whoa, 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 I keep waiting. I'm just losing money waiting for this team to show up. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Michael Lombardi this week in the Lombardi line kept saying to me, "Well, when is that Washington defense really showing you something with Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio right. uh, in charge of it?" So so far, it does not look good. We have our first touchdown of this early wave of action here on a Sunday, and it comes. From Chicago? And for that reason, we go to Nate Jacobson, of course, does great job in stadium as a sports betting analyst there. Nate, welcome back to the program. Oh, my goodness, are people rejoicing in Soldier Field today?
11: Yeah, touchdown, Bears on the opening drive. A uh, much different two than what we saw last week in Cleveland. The Bears had 1.1 yards <laughs> per play, but a David Montgomery rushing touchdown on third down. Well-play drive, nine rushing attempts for the Bears. Only three Justin Field passing attempts. He did complete all of them, including a very nice catch by Darnell Mooney. But Bears on the board, up 7 nothing. Lions will get the ball for the first time in a little bit of a hole as this line closed three or two a
6: favorite. All right. Much more hopeful scoring for the Bears side. And, again, we saw some different things. here you know, the Eagles kicked the field goal 3 nothing. Texas 4 fourth down, Didn't get it. Still scoreless there in Orchard Park. Come on back. Let's get started. It's the Green Zone here on Leeson, the sports betting network.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. Because you gotta think, Love he's it. gonna guard. He don't care about guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the exactly. Olympics, he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of it,
4: like that, see that,
12: ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Casella. Point
1: game. I remember you came to my room, crying tears, crying tears. <laughs> I mean, he was in a culture shock, and he's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what you I know? told you? I said, I said, O. G. You think I can get paid and go back and play in college? You didn't admit it. <laughs>
6: is now available 24-7 on the YouTube TV Sports Plus Package. Sign up today at tv.youtube.com to start your free trial. And remember, you can also watch us 24-7 on Pubo TV, Sling, and Xfinity X1. Visit vison.com to find all the ways to watch and listen to VEASAN. Back here on the Green Zone. West Reynolds, we've got activity across the National Football League very quickly. I know you were also keeping your eyes on the Colts today against Miami. What have you seen so far?
5: Yeah, Colts finally going to get the football here. Miami got stopped but punted away. Naeem Himes for the Colts. Muffs a punt. Miami recovers, but Colts only hold them to three. Jason Sanders from thirty-eight yards. So now the Dolphins, minus two and a half, minus one thirty five. You want to go money line, minus one seventy-five. Take back on the Colts plus one forty. Three nothing dolphins five minutes in.
6: For the first time today, let's go out to Haley Hole. She is uh Haley is out at South Point. She is the sportsbook supervisor there. And Haley, look, I am not biased as Wes knows. I'm independent journalists just watching football but you've got your eyes on the Panthers and Cowboys today and maybe it piques my interest a little bit Haley what do you see so far
2: right now we're off to a slow start you know it started with a couple three and outs but the Cowboys have started their drive they're in the red zone first and goal um the Panthers defense that's what they're talking about on average they usually give up 45 uh yards on the ground but they've already given up 46, and I think we could see them struggle against this offense.
6: Yeah, Haley, I'm totally not unbiased. I'll be watching that Cowboy game. Haley will be watching that game for us today, so we can't wait to get those updates. But the Cowboys looking pretty good. Neat. Running two backs here with Pollard and Zeke.
5: Yeah, and this has been a lot of Tony Pollard as you've gotten into the red zone here. Now seven yards down to the one-yard line. Cowboys, it's already kind of taxed in that they think they're going to score. So, Cowboys minus 7.5, half, half the in-play at BetMGM.
6: Obviously, this game scares me. Every game scares me as a Cowboy fan because of that defense of Carolina. But so far, so good. Let's go back out to Mike Wilbershaw. He is watching the Vikings. Interesting matchup today against the Browns, Wobby, as we mentioned off the top here. But so far, KC8, he's looking elite.
9: Yeah, I mean, if you like 6-for-6 six six for 59 yards and a conversion on 4th down and a touchdown pass. We like yeah, that. Yeah, like what you see. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. You like that. Um, it was Justin Jefferson. He scored a touchdown to cap the Vikings drive, but it was called back because of a, an offensive penalty. But a couple plays later, Cousins finds Jefferson again. So I know, Dave, you had Justin Jefferson at 9-1 to one to score the first touchdown in the game. You you got that twice. Of you course. cashed twice on that. So of course
6: job. I did, Bobby, because, yep. yeah, um, I, I listened to Yeah, you.
9: that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <you laughs> That's know, right. So, um, Vikings, good start, 75-yard drive, 14 plays, no sacks, they had one penalty, Dalvin Cook playing, looks good, Thielen involved, Jefferson scores, very good-looking drive for the Vikings to open the game.
6: Well, I'll be very quickly to that end, and I kid about KC8 a lot, Kirk Cousins, because I had him in D.C., and, and, and he's just kind of have an affinity for the guy, because I always feel like he gets a bad rap of, like, if they lose, it's his fault, if they win, it's Dalvin Cook or the defense or, or all, all the other things. What is it with Kirk Cousins, for whatever reason, what do people in Minnesota feel about the guy? Because I think he's, if he's not a lead, he's certainly a well above average quarterback in the NFL.
9: Yeah, you know, Minnesotans as football fans are a little scarred. I mean, they're 0-4 in Super Bowls. They haven't really had a franchise quarterback in a long time. And they thought they had one with Teddy, and then you had a, a devastating freak injury before a season started. So, they're a little scarred um it's it's a house divided in minnesota with cousins it's one extreme or the other you think everything's his fault or you think that he does nothing wrong my analogy is i like him personally he's a great guy if the house is burning down he's not the guy you're going to choose to run in get everyone out and run back out safely but if the house is neat and orderly he will function perfectly um, and that's where I think the Vikings are at with Kirk Cousins.
6: That's a very interesting way of putting it, Mike. Well, shall we do, uh, going back to you momentarily? But uh, what do you have, Wes?
5: Well, we do have the Cowboys in the end zone. Zeke gets in the end zone one yard out now seven and up. And by the way, a note on that. Panthers, top-ranked in the NFL defensively, had not allowed 25 yards rushing to any opposing player through three games. Zeke already has 39 and a touchdown on this
6: series. Well, let's go back out to Haley Hull. She is at South Point right now. She's the Sportsbook Supervisor there. Haley, so my Cowboys looking pretty good on that first or second drive.
2: Yes, they are. Ezekiel Elliott is finding great success on this run game. Um, maybe notable that Amari Cooper is on the sideline with uh a gun, working out his hamstring with his helmet off. We have not seen him yet this drive.
6: Oh, Haley, I appreciate your eyes on that, and that makes me cautious when 19 is not out there. Michael Gallup, obviously, there without his services as well. That defense is still going to get after uh, Dak Prescott today, so 7-0 Cowboys, but we'll see those injuries. Uh, Haley is on that four, so let's go back out to John Jansen. Chiefs and Eagles. Last we saw the Eagles, John, they had a fourth and three, I believe, and it looked like they were going to go for it. Then they said, nah, they brought the kicker on the field. What's going on now?
8: Yeah, a little bit of a rookie head coach mistake there, calling a timeout just for the field goal. But... Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs drove down the field easy, and a bit of the problem with the Eagles this season has been their defensive line not nearly as good as last year. They led, or at least close to leading in sacks. They only have seven this season. Three of them came against Atlanta in the first game, and the Chiefs had zero problem. And Josh Sweat also went off sides as well. So a lot of early mistakes by the Eagles, but the defensive line needs to get after Mahomes. They haven't been able to, and an easy touchdown for the Chiefs early on.
5: John, were at break. Was that ruled a touchdown? Because I saw Tyreek Hill running and stiff-arming the pylon. That have they ruled that officially a touchdown yet?
8: I don't think they've ruled it officially. It still looks like they are trying to determine that. So I, I don't think at the moment that they have officially determined if that was a touchdown or not. Either way, ball right. will be down at the one, or obviously Chiefs would score. So uh, in a good position to get six either way. Here. Okay,
6: we'll keep an eye on that game as well, John. Uh we, looks like right now it looked like the Bears had had a turnover. They're up 7-0. Of course, Nate Jacobson uh, has been watching that game for us. And it looked like the Bears had a turnover, but I think a a penalty call has gone against the defense here to wipe away that turnover. And the Lions right now are moving it. They've got first and goal uh, in Chicago. And still no score between the Giants and the Saints so far, about six minutes ago, and I I see that they're doing the the Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston thing there a little bit, too, so we'll try to get Mm. back with uh, Bryant McFadden in a little bit to see what's going on there. And to your point, the Chiefs, they did not call that a touchdown with Tyreek Hill, but Patrick Mahomes just threw an underhanded touchdown pass. I don't know if he needed to do it to Clyde Edwards-Alaire, but he did it anyway.
5: Yeah. Why not? I guess if you can do it, show a little flash. So Chiefs in the end zone, early extra point pending 6-3 Chiefs.
6: And it looks like the Buffalo Bills have gotten that turnover. Remember, Houston had a scoring opportunity, and they decided against kicking the field goal. They shoot it, and now they have given it back to Buffalo. Uh, and for more on that game, let's go back to Will Hill. I follow him on Twitter. He's a fun follow, at not the Will Hill. Is this game a fun follow, Will?
7: First of all, I'm a little concerned about you, Dave. I mean, the Texans opt to not kick the field goal. You don't even seem that upset. I thought you, you steam would be coming out of your well, ears. They just I was upset.
6: I was very upset about it, and I, I wanted you to tell me why I was wrong and why they should have gone for it.
7: Uh, I, I, now I feel better. I thought you were going to punch the computer, punch <laughs> rest, punch somebody. Uh, well, I don't blame the Texans. Look, you're a 17, 18-point underdog. You know what? What's the three points going to do for you? But I will say, Allen does not look comfortable. It's very wet, very sloppy. Allen doesn't look comfortable throwing a sloppy ball. A lot of balls sailing on him. Uh, The Texans just threw an interception uh, inside uh, Bills' territory after, like you said, Allen threw an interception that got returned to the Bills, like 10-yard line. They come away with no points. So still scoreless here. The Texans uh, give the ball up. The Bills have it on their own 30-yard line. Still no score. I would look towards taking the points. If it's 18-and-a-half live, the under 41-and-a-half, uh, neither team looks comfortable on offense right now.
6: Yeah, well, I got to be honest with you. Sometimes when I hear myself speak, I sound so old. Like, oh, <laughs> you throw it under, why are you doing that? Why not kick the field goal? I get it, and Will's trying to help me get out of that kind of old man football syndrome. But sometimes I just want to take the early points. When I'm a big dog, I'm on the road, I've got points. I want to build some momentum for my young team, Wes. Am I crazy?
5: Well, I mean, not really, but this is what happens when you're a big underdog. And I think David Cully's saying, okay, he probably doesn't know the closing line, but it's like we're a 19-point underdog here. We are up against it. So, you know, we probably have to take a little bit of risk more than we ordinarily would.
6: Yeah, so again, we'll keep charting that and see if the turnover leads to points for the Bills. Uh, Right now, I'm a little bit surprised the Colts... Well, I, I get it. They're so banged up, Wes. But it looks like offensively, they just really are struggling to move. Well, football.
5: you got a uh, quarterback on two bad ankles. Yeah. You've got Quentin Nelson, of course, now put on the injured reserve. Braden Smith has been out. So this Colts offensive line, which really wasn't playing up to capability anyway, and now even more banged up, very much struggling here early. 3 nothing Dolphins, current in-game line. At BetMGM, Dolphins minus 3.5, half on the total.
6: Uh, in New Orleans right now, it's still scoreless, and here we go again. I I, I do sound like a broken re- record, and after a break, we'll, we'll check in with Bryant McFadden here. Fourth and three for the Saints, and they could. it's a chippy field goal indoors. No weather, it's a dome, and we're going to go for it. Now, again, I know people are going to base it on the result. I'm not necessarily talking about results-based. I'm talking about before it, mm-hmm. like whether you get it or not, to me— the risk does not and I outweigh think they, the reward.
5: I thought maybe they were trying to draw him off there, by the way, so a timeout now to the Saints.
6: And maybe Sean Payton now will take the early points. We'll find out. And I know the analytics people hate my guts when I say things like this. But, again, I'm not. It's it should not just be about the book, West. It's got to be tone and tenor of the game and figure out the flow of the game and whether or not those points are coming easily. Much more to get to. Maybe potentially a turnover for real. In Chicago. Come on back, it's the Green Zone, it's football. Wes and I are gonna be here all day. Hopefully, you're with us for the ride. Come on back, it's Visa, the Sports Betting Network. football season, your best sports betting season ever. Start your VEASAN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts including 24-7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money and the ticket percentages on every game plus full access to VSon.com data and analysis. You get everything VEASAN has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Oh my goodness. West Reynolds, Dave Ross here on the Green Zone. We have got action across the National Football League. Still no points in the Superdome. And it perplexes me, Brian McFadden, who is watching this game, two-time Super Bowl champion. B-Mac, they could have taken some points. The Saints, they opted to go for it. What's going on down there in the Big Easy?
1: I don't, you know, I love Sean Payton as a head coach. I love him as a play caller. But sometimes coaches can really feel themselves a little too much. It was fourth and three, guys. It wasn't fourth and two. It wasn't fourth and one. It was fourth and three, a makeable field goal on the 27-yard line of the New York Football Giants. He called timeout. Many people felt like, well, you know what? Let's come together, think about it, brainstorm, change the decision, let's kick a field goal. No, they called a timeout, came right back on the football field with their offense, guys, and decided to hand Alvin Kamara the football to the left side. He only got two yards. He needed three yards. (laughs) I mean, going down halfway the length of the football field and not getting any points is like getting punched in the gut. It takes the air out of you. And I know most of us have been punched in the gut before at some point in time in your life, maybe as a child, hopefully not as an adult. But when that <laughs> happens, it takes the air out of you. And you really provided life for the New York football giants. Remember I said early in the show, that's why I love the under, because I felt like both offenses will str- struggle to get into the red area to score touchdowns. Points will come at a premium. And hopefully they can get over this hurdle of deciding to go for it instead of kicking the three points, because this is going to be a slow, heavyweight-type bout, and who knows when they can get back to the red area.
5: To b point, by the way, in terms of low scoring, not a lot of explosive offensive plays. Giants at two yards per play right now, and the Saints at 3.8, so not much going third and long here for the New York Giants. Just not much scoring here about... Two minutes left in the first quarter, still zeros on the board. New Orleans Saints minus seven and a half currently on the end game, 36 and a half on the total.
6: Just preach, Brian McFadden, preach, because that was music to my ears. Again, you, you, tone and tenor mean everything, and so far, still scoreless there. Uh, what is going on in Chicago? What's gotten into the Chicago Bears? For more on that, let's go back out to Nate Jacobson. Nate, what's going on at Soldier Field?
11: Yeah, the Bears got the ball on a pretty comical turnover by the Detroit Lions. Jared Goff was checking the protection at the line, walked up to the center, and the center snapped the ball, and it hit hit him in the lap and bounced right into the hands of a Bears player. There was also an illegal motion on the play for the Lions, and that was obviously declined. So Bears got the ball, and on one of the first or second drive, Justin Fields hit Darnell Mooney Mooney for a very deep pass uh, that got into Lions territory. Now Bears are in the red zone. Fields just picked up a third down conversion with his legs, something we didn't see much of last week in Cleveland. And they have first and goal right now in the Lions red zone. Right now, the live spread, Bears minus 9.5, total 43.5. I believe total close 42. And the Bears were a, were a much shorter favorite. As I know the look-ahead line was minus 6, and there was quite a reaction, probably a warranted one to what we saw last week with the Bears playing poorly. The Lions playing close, but the Bears playing well. Justin Fields, who was named the starter last night for the Bears, really showing why. What? Why the Bears drafted him first round, eleventh uh, overall.
6: Yeah. So far, uh, it looks like deep dish for everybody in Chicago. If this holds, and I know, uh, you know, to Nate's point here, this is what they've been waiting for to see Justin Fields take over this offense and this team. Our director Jeremy Wingle has been going crazy. I don't know how we're even doing the show right mm-hmm. now because he's just been going nuts back there behind the glass that you can't see. Uh, maybe the game of the day so far, Haley Hull is watching. It is America's team taking on Carolina Panthers. Undefeated Carolina Panthers, Haley. So what are you seeing now down there in Jerry World?
2: We are all tied up, 7-7. Seven to seven. Um, Darnold is now leading the league in rushing touchdowns, passing up Derrick Henry. Wow. We see right now it's going to booth review. I'm um, 95% sure that the knee was down, but there was a fumble on the field.
6: Yeah, right now, Haley, you're right. They are reviewing this, and it looks like that might be overturned, but the call on the field was fumbled by the Cowboys, recovered by the Panthers. Seven all. Again, as a Cowboy fan, sometimes Wes, I, I can't think rationally. This was a stay away play for mm-hmm. me. We saw it come down to about four here, bet MGM uh, pre flop here, but it looks like. The Panthers even falling behind seven nothing, they're not going away.
5: Yeah, and Sam Darnold leading the league in rushing touchdown, just like we all predicted. But look, we both thought I think Carolina would be a good new environment for him. And right now on the in-game, Cowboys minus four and a half, fifty-seven and a half, the in-game total at that MGM. Uh,
6: no touchdowns down there in Atlanta right now. Still three nothing, Dirty Birds leading that game, and as of yet no touchdown in the Colts and Dolphins game. So. Some under trends early for some of these games.
5: They were going to kick a 55 yarder Miami, but they elected to punt it, and rightfully so. Coffin corner down to the one yard line.
6: All right, let's go back out with the Chiefs and Eagles. A lot of action going on there. John Jansen is watching this game intently for us. And John, I believe I saw, it looked like a couple potential turnovers on this latest drive by the Eagles, but in the end, more points for Philly Green, right?
8: Yeah, a lot of mistakes, uh, illegal formation, holding even in the red zone, and so they started off a first and goal near their 20. So it was not a pretty drive, but the thing that's happening right now is Kenneth Gainwell's getting very open, so is Devontae Smith. They're having a really tough time, the Chiefs, and they have all season covering these guys, and Dallas Goddard was the one who capped off the 12-play, 84 yards, 6-minute drive for the Eagles in the end zone. So they are up 10-7 to seven right now. But yeah, things looking really easy for the passing game so far getting the ball out quick, and it seems like they're winning a lot of one-on-one battles.
5: And to John's point, not getting any pressure on Jalen Hurts either, And despite the fact that the Eagles down four starters on the offensive line. No sacks so far. Easy play for Jalen Hurts, 11 of 13 for 122, and a touchdown. Chiefs now down to 5.5 at MGM, 61.5 your total.
6: John, very quickly, if you're still with us here, I I know you watch the Eagles every single week. If you watch them against the Cowboys on Monday night, you thought, boy, this is a really bad football team. But then you watch him today, and certainly you saw him week one down there in the ATL. What are you seeing so far from the first-year head coach?
8: Yeah, there's been a lot of changes week to week. And the Dallas one was probably the most mind-numbingly weird uh, game plan that Sirianni has had so far. They passed a lot of short passes against Atlanta. Then they were... First, I think, in air yards in terms of going down the field. In the second week, we're seeing a little bit of that week one game plan against the Falcons, and for good reason, because the Chiefs are pretty weak on the outside. So they're taking advantage of that. A lot of screens, Chiefs are trying to get pressure by blitzing Jalen Hurts, and Sirianni is countering that very well with a lot of screen passes. So it's just a lot of short one-on-one battles that they're winning. And Kenneth Gainwell seems to be that kind of X Factor. Uh, Miles Sanders, we know, is the Eagles' number one back, but in terms of pass catching, Kenneth Gainwell may be the better one.
6: All right. So far, a good game plan being put together by Nick Sirianni and company, as they are uh, right now to, uh, leading Kansas City ten to seven. Still about two minutes to go in first quarter. Let's go back out to Will Hill, Texans and Bills. Uh, Will, the way you've been describing it so far, feels like. Windy, you know, I used to live up there in that area. I used to go to Bills games as a kid. It can get cold quickly in October. Are the elements playing a factor in today's game?
7: It's hard to tell because I don't know how good Davis Mills is, but Allen struggled to throw the ball early. He did connect with Dawson Knox, uh, 11-1 to to score the first touchdown. That cashes in, so the Bills go up 7-0. They did have like a fourth and one around midfield. Allen fakes the quarterback sneak, which is a really cool play. And then takes it out wide and runs for about 15 yards. I actually think I saw him give, give Dave Ross the middle finger right after the play. I don't know if that was uh, really that nice for, for him to do that to after a fourth down conversion. But uh, they take the fourth down conversion. They turn it into seven. It looks like they're getting the ball back now as the Texans are putting for their own territory. So uh, the Texans were feisty early on. Uh, you know, a couple turnovers, a, a stop or two. But uh not sure how long they can stay in this
6: one. All I will say, Will, if that is in fact fact, that would just be rude and unnecessary for him to me. But the it was anti- rude. It
5: was rude, It I was agree. clearly rude. Yeah, yeah. at it, least it wasn't the double bird like right. Eli Manning on Monday night. There you go.
6: Just one bird for the old uh, anti analytics guy. I'm not anti analytics, by the way. I am not. I'm just saying you can use them in conjunction with head coaches in the NFL. Your eyes and exactly what you're seeing and the way your team is playing, and maybe you need those points. That's all I'm suggesting that we kind of marry the two of those things together, Wes, and then we can use analytics properly. Is that fair?
5: Comingle those things together. together.
6: Yeah, because by the way, and uh, B Mac Brian McFadden doing a great job watching the Giants and the Saints. They're scoreless now into the second quarter. You know, didn't opt for the field goal, and now the Giants have life. You analytics. Cannot measure momentum.
5: The Giants did get an 18-yard screen pass on third and long, though, to continue this drive, by the way. It looked like they were going to get stopped.
6: Okay, and it looks like we might potentially have that turnover. Haley Hull has been watching the Cowboys and the Panthers. Uh, We thought we had a turnover. It was not. It was overturned on the field. Uh, So the Cowboys do have possession about a minute and a half. Let's go back out to Haley Hall. She is at South Point Casino here in Las Vegas. And Haley, what's going on? Because it looks like a lot of near misses on potential turnovers. You mentioned the knee was down. So the Cowboys retained possession?
2: Yes, they did. I think they're calling this one on forward progress. So the Cowboys will resume with this down.
6: So again, and I think it's Dalton Schultz again, potentially with a turnover that is not a turnover. So it looks like th- this drive is going to continue. But, boy, blowing the whistle on Ford Progress, yeah. that feels pretty quick in real speed as I watch the game. Watch yeah, the I,
5: absolutely. And then we just had the graphic jinx in the giants States game. Gano had made 37 in a row. Not he is wide left and still tied at zero.
6: Oh, my goodness. And more points in Chicago. Come on back. It's the Green Zone updates galore when you come back with us on these the sports betting network. Today at BetMGM and enjoy the thrill of victory on your very first bet. The king of sportsbooks welcomes you to Showtime with the lock of the year. Simply place a $10 money line wager on any pro football team, and if any team scores a touchdown, you're going to win $200 in free bets regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use the bonus code VEASAN200 when you make your first bet to take advantage of this offer. Enjoy football like never before with BetMGM's live betting options, boosted odds specials, and daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use the bonus code VEASAN200 to win 200 bucks in free bets if any team simply scores a touchdown new customer offer paid in free bets eligibility restrictions to apply visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions must be 21 or older to wager please gamble responsibly if you have a problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in nevada Wes Reynolds alongside myself, Dave Ross, here on the Green Zone on VEASAN. And we have action down in the ATL West. So for that, we have to go back out to Arthur Arkish. Oh, we're going to go to Arthur. He's got the Titans and the Jets. My apologies, Arthur. What's going on there? Because the wide receiver playing quarterback, I saw he kind of a little muff snap. Did that take him out of field goal range?
10: Uh That's right, yeah. It's been a couple of uh, third-down failures deep in the red zone by the Titans that are potentially keeping the back door open here for Jets betters. Of course, that's also going to require Zach Wilson doing anything down the field. He hasn't (laughs) been in the same zip code as as his receivers early on. So as you mentioned, it was an errant shotgun snap by actually backup Titans center. Uh, Actually, his name escapes me, excuse me. But the starter, the stalwart there, um, Ben Ben... I'm it, trying to do offensive lineman names, no, and this gonna, is going to get me in trouble.
6: Arthur, There's you,
10: an injury along the Titans' offensive line.
6: Yeah, I was going to say, you know, if you don't know the backup center, I mean, come on, man. No, it's it's totally fine. And again, the Aaron Snap took him out of field goal range, struggling to move the football.
5: Here. Arthur, if we still got you here, I want to ask you about something, because, of course, the uh, Titans. This did close minus 5.5. This was 7, 7.5 most of the week. And then we heard the reports that julio jones and aj brown were going to both be out and they are out how are the receivers looking though they're down to kind of their second third unit receivers in tennessee how are they looking against this jets defense early
10: they've been okay yeah they haven't been the problem josh reynolds had a chance to make a spectacular diving touchdown grab came up just a tad short but that was asking a lot um they haven't been needed much because derrick henry is already doing derrick henry things against this jets defense so The real story is just this uh, Titans offensive line that's allowed a few sacks on third down. I wouldn't worry too much about Chester Rogers, the tight ends there, and again Josh Reynolds if and when he gets opportunities with Tannehill. I don't know how much they're going to need them, guys. I don't know how long this one's going to stay close uh, if they can just keep giving Derrick Henry the football.
5: It may not be much longer. Zach Wilson, another interception, by the way. Now, I believe, eight on the year for Zach Wilson. All
6: right, let's go out. I was talking about Washington and the ATL. Ian McMillan is watching that game. And, Ian, right now, Washington football, it's WTF. or Well, you can flip those letters around a little bit here. Mm -hmm. What's going on with the football team?
3: Yeah, once again, their defense that we keep waiting to show up week after week just continues to disappoint us. Cordero Patterson got a 42-yard touchdown, just ran right down the middle of the field, and neither safety decided to cover him. There wasn't a Washington football player within five yards of him. Wide open touchdown, one of the easiest touchdowns I've seen all season. Falcons take the 10-0 lead. Washington looked like they fumbled on the the, uh, kickoff return, Um, but it looks like uh, that's getting overturned. I believe his knee was down. So Washington will take over the ball and try to put up some kind of points on the board.
6: Ian, very quickly, I kind of believe that Taylor Heineke can be the guy in D.C. Am I wrong? What are you seeing so far out of the product from Old Dominion University?
3: Just kind of more of the same. He's fine, but he's not making the plays that he needs to do to to get Washington points. But at, at the same time, he's not turning the ball over. He is making some plays but he just needs to crank things up just a little tiny bit. Uh, Washington went for it on, on fourth and one earlier. Uh, Antonio Gibson got stuffed at the line. So Heineke looks good, but he just needs a little bit more to help out this Washington team uh, get some points on the
6: board. All right, 10-0 right now. Ian doing a great job keeping an eye on that game. And uh, we're going to try to get up with the – go back out to Haley Hall here in a second because I, I when I'm watching this Cowboy game, Wes, what really surprises me, and this this is really Kevin Moore – it looks like it's not just the wide receivers, it's not just the multiple running backs, but Haley Hull rejoins us now from South Point. Haley, the tight ends really in play for the Cowboys, right?
2: Right. We just got a new another touchdown from Blake Jarwin for 18 yards. Uh, there was a penalty. They decided to go for two after 12 men on the field. Um, we're looking at a score right now. Of did they get it?
5: Yeah, they went yes, for two and got to it.
2: Yeah, 15-7, okay. You know, and Haley... Um, they made an interesting play call. Uh, they went for it on big fourth and two at their own 46 and found success in
6: it. Haley, exactly, because to, to Haley's point, going for it on fourth and two, inside, like, your own 45, somewhere in that range, dangerous call, and, and the, the Carolina Panthers uh, heated up Dak mm-hmm. Prescott, and he was able to get out, use his legs to get the first down, But again, probably that play is unsuccessful 8 out of 10 times a broken play like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, So again, living dangerous. The result's great if you're a Cowboy fan. I'm not sure that I trust that process.
5: Well, they went for two on the second time because Carolina had that too many men on the field defensive penalty. And then they went right back to Schultz there. And the two-pointer is absolutely good. So now 15-7, to just into the second quarter waiting for a live line here at BetMGM.
6: Tight ends everyone. I mean, they're going Schultz, they're going Jarwin, they've got weapons, Amari Cooper back in that game, so we'll check in with Hayley. Minus 7.5,
5: by the way, now on Dallas, 60.5, your total.
6: Okay, right now, uh, monitoring the Chiefs. They are on the move inside the red zone of the Eagles. It looks like uh, maybe they've got points coming there in Philadelphia. And uh, let's go back out right now to John Jansen, watching the Chiefs and the Eagles. And, uh, John i'm perplexed when i wager on the chiefs every week normally teasing them down because i don't trust them ats are they good
8: i think they are pretty good and really i I don't know if you guys know this yet patrick (laughs) Mahomes is pretty special yes
6: they were dealing with a lot of the
8: same second quarter problems that they have been since dating back to last year a couple of penalties really on lucas niang the right tackle second year out of tcu making his fourth career start he I almost saw that drive a couple of times, but Patrick Mahomes converted on a third and 12 because Derek Barnett got too deep into his pass rush. He was able to roll out to the left, gain 14 yards for the first down, but a lot of deep downfield plays at Tyreek Hill, who is getting wide open. The speed is sort of killing the, the Eagles here because both Miko Hardman and Tyreek Hill, a lot of speed, are giving the Eagles trouble and certainly did on that drive, which was capped off by Tyreek
6: Hill. All right, so right now they leapfrog back in front as they pick that 14-10 to 10 lead. Well, try to get Nate Jacobson back up here in a little bit in that Bears game in Soldier Field because it's still right now 14-0. But the Lions had an opportunity for points inside the 10 on a Mm -hmm. fourth and goal. They decided to go for it. I won't tell you exactly how that turned out, but I think you you can tell by my tone and tenor. Let's go back out to Nate Jacobson. And, Nate, I get it. You're down 14-0. You're trying to play catch-up. What happened on the fourth down call? Did you agree with the decision to go for it?
11: Yeah, I agreed with the decision. I wouldn't think the result uh, should matter. The decision, you're down 14-0, you're driving on the Bears. Worst case scenario, you don't get it, and you back up the Bears in their own territory, and they, they took a penalty on the before the first snap of their drive. So now they're really backed up. I didn't really think Dan Campbell was a take-the-points guy, honestly. I don't know about you, Dave, but uh, they, tr- they try to be aggressive, and the Lions have had two possessions where they have, Got in the red zone, but zero points to show for the Bears have two touchdowns, which maybe makes it interesting because the Lions are moving the ball on this Bears defense, maybe taking the Lions live at some point, especially if you like them before the game when they were plus three. Uh, the live line right now, plus 10.5 on the Lions. The total is about the same what it was. But the Lions are moving the ball. So even though the Bears are winning and dominating the box, score, the Lions have had two decent drives. They just have nothing to show for it. With a turnover by Goff and a turnover on downs just now.
6: Okay, Nate, and and I like to. I, I actually agree in this instance when you're down 14, nothing to go for it. Kind of tongue in cheek, but I am going to get some T-shirts made that just say "Take the points." I I just want to get T-shirts. Take well,
5: the we've had two bad decisions in terms of kicking where the Giants were the "Take the points" crowd to you, and they missed a field goal. Graham Gano had made 37 and roll, and then Sean Payton decides to try to send Rosas out there to kick a 58-yarder when he should go for it. That is no good. So uh, I believe we may have points there. We'll see if we're ready to go. This might be pending review. Okay, though.
6: we'll check it out with Brian McFadden when we can get out there to New Orleans. Also, want to uh, do a little bit of uh, cleanup work here in Dallas because we thought that two point conversion was good. They, uh, re- they reversed the call and it looked like the knee was down. So the two point conversion is no good. So 15 to seven becomes 13 to seven right now down there in Dallas. Maybe a charitable drive. For the Cowboys, even getting those six points, let alone the eight, those two points have been taken off the board. To your point, there's a scoring review right down in New Orleans. So after a break, we'll try to get back with Bryant McFadden. Uh, and again, uh, right now Minnesota defensively, they are about midway through that second quarter, still seven nothing up on Kevin Stefanski. Of course, Stefanski coming back to Minnesota used to be the mm-hmm. OC there before getting that head, head coaching job in Cleveland. And right now, defenses are winning out there.
5: Vikings minus one sixty-five on the money line, plus one thirty-five for the Browns, forty-five and a half
6: now the adjusted. Totals. Okay, so we have a ton of updates to get to after we have to do some uh, pick work here and take a very short break. Come on back. It's VEASAN here on the Green Zone, the sports betting network.